Hey there, thanks so much for joining me today. We're going to be talking about the Holy Spirit today. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, you said that you wanted to be where we are, that when we gathered in your name, you'd be here in the midst of us. So we thank you that you are. We thank you for your revelation knowledge. Thank you for teaching us and preparing us for your return. We love you and praise you. Give you all the glory. Give you all the glory, Lord. You're so good to us. He is. He's so good to us. And today he wants us to talk about the Holy Spirit. You know, all the things that are going on. We need to hear from God. And Jesus, he said when he left that he wasn't going to leave us as orphans. He said that to the disciples. So if you're a Christ follower, you're a disciple. And so he's saying that he said to them, they were so like, um, they were so close because they were hanging out with him for all that time. And they went through things with him. And yeah, and so when he left, when he said he was going to leave, he said, I'm not going to leave you as orphans. The word says that they were grieving. And so he said, the Holy Spirit's going to come. The Father is going to send the Holy Spirit in my name, and he's going to be your comforter, your counselor, your standby. I want to read those scriptures to you, but um, also before we go to um, the one I was just talking about, I want to read to you the where Jesus said the Holy Spirit would tell you things to come. John 16, 13, it, it says, um, but he, the Spirit of truth, the, the truth-giving Spirit, when he comes, he will guide you into all truth, the whole and full truth, where he will not speak his own message on his own authority, but he will tell you what he hears from the Father. He will tell you the message that has been given to him, and he will announce and declare to you things to come, things that will happen in the future. And so right here and right now, we need to know what's going to happen. You need to hear from God because um, if you don't hear from him, you're only dependent on man. And so that was the purpose of the Holy Spirit, you know, so that we could be with God all the time because he loves us so much. Jesus just wanted us to have him all the time. That was the plan. God knew that from the beginning. Also, I want to read to you um, John 14, verse 26. Back one page. Jesus said, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another comforter, counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, and standby, and he will remain with you forever. This is an amplified classic Bible, so it gives a lot of different words. And um, verse 17, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive or welcome, take to heart because it does not see him or know and recognize him, but you will know and recognize me for he lives in you, constantly in you. Here's where he says, I will not leave you as orphans, comfortless, desolate, um, forlorn, hopeless. I will come to you. In just a little while now, the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me. And, the, and when you believe in Jesus, that's when you will see him. The world, the, the person that chooses not to believe won't see or hear um, or have the Holy Spirit. So you have to ask for the Holy Spirit. And Jesus told that told us that in Luke, all we have to do is ask, and the Father will give us the Holy Spirit. He said, 
if you know how to give good and evangelist gifts to your children, and um, and Luke, Luke, um, well, reference it, but I know it's Luke something, verse 13. Anyway, he said, how much more than would your father give the Holy Spirit to those who are asking? And so when you have the Holy Spirit is when you're going to know what God is thinking, what he's saying. The Holy Spirit is going to reveal to you things to come. He's going to be your comforter, your counselor, your standby, your strengthener, and he will remain with you forever. So you're never without God. So when you ask Jesus to be your Lord and the Holy Spirit comes and lives on the inside of you, that's what you're going to have. You're going to have him with you all the time. He'll never leave you or forsake you. Isn't that amazing? And so even in the midst of all things that are going on, you're going to have the Holy Spirit telling you what's going on. He's going to tell you, announce to you, declare to you things to come. Jesus told the disciples not to leave Jerusalem, that the Holy Spirit would come. And when the Holy Spirit came, you can read in Acts 2, they were filled with the Spirit and they spoke in different languages. And the people that were watching that didn't know God, that didn't know Jesus, that weren't filled with the Spirit, the unbelievers thought they were nuts and they thought they were drunk. It's the same way today. If you tell somebody that you speak in tongues, that you have another language, your spiritual language, they think you're nuts. They think you're overboard. And you know what? You got to be overboard. Jesus said in Revelation 3.16 that if we are not on fire for him, if we're lukewarm, he is going to spew us out of his mouth. That means he's going to spit us out. He doesn't want anything to do with anyone that isn't totally for him. He said, I wish you were either cold or hot, um, but because you're lukewarm, I will have to spit you out of my mouth, spew you out of my mouth. And what does he mean by cold? Well, if you don't know anything, that's a different thing. But um, if you know and you're just lukewarm about it, it's no big deal, or you don't believe, then you're in trouble. So much of the time people think that they're Christians and um, they call themselves a believer, but they don't believe all of the Word of God. If you believe in Jesus, then you got to believe everything that he said. If you don't believe everything that he said, then you really are not a believer. And how do I know that? Because Jesus said in Matthew 7, he said, 21 through verse 23, he said that on that day, you know, you're going to think you were a Christian. Many on that day are going to say to me, I did this in your name and that in your name. And he's going to say, I didn't know you. I wasn't acquainted with you. Away from me, you who practice lawlessness. And so that's how I know. So if you're not practicing his word, then you're, pra you're not practicing his law. So if you're a Christian and you live in his kingdom, then you practice his ways. You conform to him, his thinking, who he is. That is really what a Christian is, a follower of Jesus. I wanted to share with you um, what God said to me one day. He said, many of my children, even though they don't want anything to do with me, they don't agree with me, they don't have time for me, they think they're going to move in with me someday. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Just think about, just think about what he said and what that means. That means what we're saying is you might not agree with Jesus. You might not have time for him. 
And but still, you're thinking you want to live with him? Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. And he's just pointing that out. If we don't have time for him, if we don't agree with him, if we don't know him, why do we think we want to move in with him when we leave here? Because we're not going to fit in. We're not going to be in agreement. And so really, then we can't. You can't live with someone that you can't be in agreement with. And so you got to know Jesus. You have to take the time to get to know him. It's silly to think you're going to move in with somebody that you don't know. And so the disciples did. They stayed in Jerusalem, and the Holy Spirit came, and they spoke in other tongues, and everybody thought they were nuts. They thought they were drunk. Um, and yet Peter, filled with the Spirit, started teaching and, and speaking um, with all this wisdom, and they were so amazed because they said he was unlearned. And so they went around and, and asked people if when they believed in Jesus, they were filled with the Spirit and spoke in other tongues. And um, if they didn't, then they laid hands on them and they received their language. So, you know, maybe this is all new to you and it does sound crazy to you. I'm going to um, give you some scriptures at the end so that you can further study that. Because, you know, the revelation knowledge, the wisdom, I'm just thinking when um, Paul was asking if they were filled with the Spirit, they said, we don't know anything about it. And if you don't know anything about it, then how can it be happening in your life? And so I am going to um, note some scriptures at the end of the video so you can go look them up. And, you know, even without the scriptures, you can just Google it and study it out yourself. The word says study to show yourself approved. And, you know, we need to have wisdom in order to live in God's kingdom. If we're going to be in agreement with him, then we got to know the word. And John 1, 1 tells us he is his word. In the beginning was the word and the word was God. So he is his word. And when you get to know his word, you're getting to know him. So that's what you want to do. Revelation 3.20, Jesus said, that um, he is already knocking at the door of your heart. And if you invite him in, if you want to be in agreement with him, then the Holy Spirit's going to come, and he's going to be with you all the time. Remember we read that? He said he would never, he would remain with you forever. He would be with you forever. You will never be alone. He's always there. And so I'm going to say a prayer with you, and if you like, you can join with me. And um, you can receive the Holy Spirit, and you can receive your gift, your spiritual gift, that gift of tongues, that special language. But first, I want to just talk a little bit about what that language is for. Um, in Corinthians, it tells us that it builds us up. It's like it energizes you when you pray in the Spirit. You're, and when you pray in the Spirit, it's... Um, you get wisdom, you know things you didn't know before, um, and when you pray in the Spirit, um, you, you're just praying usually because you don't know what to pray. I remember when God was about to give me a little dog, and um, she was at the vet overnight, and he said, wake up and pray for Macy, and so he named my dog. I didn't, but I knew what I knew he was talking about her. And so I woke up in the, when I when I got up and I started praying in the spirit. I started praying in my spiritual language. I didn't know what I was praying, but God's spirit was interceding for me. And so 
um, he was praying. And I found out later um, that she was hypoglycemic. God showed me what was wrong with her when I got her home. And um, when I was reading up on how to take care of her and what that meant, um, I found out that she shouldn't have gone without water for, I think it was two, for, for more than two hours. And they told me, and this is when it all clicked, they told me that they didn't give her water all night because they didn't want her to choke on it. She was in a cage. And so that's why I woke up to pray for Macy. Isn't that amazing? He's so good. And, and so that language is for you to help you. When you don't know what to pray, when you uh, need to pray for someone else, your spirit prays for you. The spirit of God takes over. So many times um, I've had revelation knowledge unknowing or said something that I knew just was not me. It was him, him praying for me. He's so amazing. He's so in love with us, and he wants you to have that gift. He wants you to believe all of him. Don't make this mistake of thinking you can pick and choose what you believe about him. That is just silly. That'd be like, you know, if you if there's a person you knew, and um, they told you all about them, and you just said, well, I don't believe that part about you. And it's just silly because that's who they are. And this is who God is. He's in love with us. And he wants to do good for us. And this is part of him doing good for us. He's given us that gift. Actually, I just feel encouraged to read. Um, I actually remember what it is. Luke eleven, thirteen. 13. Um, Luke, Luke eleven thirteen 13 talks about keep on seeking. Keep on knocking, and that door will be open for you. And Jesus always also mentions it in Matthew 7. And what we don't understand about that, um, yes, here it is. What we don't understand about that is when you're seeking and knocking, it's not necessarily for God to just give you something or do something um, for you, but really, what happens is when you keep on seeking and keep on knocking, he gives you revelation knowledge and knowing of what to do in your situation because he has given us power and authority. He has given us the keys to the kingdom. And so he's going to keep giving us revelation knowledge as we seek and knock. And in the count of Luke in verse 13, it well, I'll start up here in verse 10, verse 9, I'll start. So I say to you, ask and keep on asking, and shall be given to you. Seek and keep on seeking, um, and you shall find. Knock and keep on knocking, and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks and keeps on asking receives. He who seeks and keeps on seeking finds. And him who knocks and keeps on knocking, the door will be open. What reassurance, huh? What father among you, if your son asks for a loaf of bread, will give you, give you a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will instead um, give give him a serpent, or if he asks for an egg, we'll give him scorpions. If you then, evil as you are, know how to give good advantageous gifts to your children, how much more will your Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who continue to ask him? So if you're asking for the Holy Spirit, then he's saying, of course, and because you're asking for the Holy Spirit, that means you're believing, right? And when you believe, and you're going to have the Holy Spirit, and you're going to have that evidence of speaking in that spiritual language. And then when you're asking, 
you're going to have the Holy Spirit telling you the things that you need to know, the things you need, um, the things that we need to know that are to come. So that's how we started out. That's what we started talking about is God wants you to know in this time what's going on. It's on his heart. He shared with me that he wants you to know so that you can rest assured. You know, when you hear God talk to you, that gives you the most confidence, the most peace, the most assurance, knowing what's going to happen, knowing the plan that he has, knowing things to come. How extraordinary is that? How awesome is that? That is love. And so he wants to love you. He wants you to know. He's so good. He's so very good. He's so in love with you. Would you say that prayer with me right now? So Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you want to come and live on the inside of us. That you want to be our God and teach us your way. That you want to tell us things to come. That you want to comfort us. You want to be our standby. You want to be there for us all the time. And so we love you and praise you for that. We do. And we're just asking. We just want to answer that knock. You're knocking on the door of our heart. And we're inviting you in right now. We're inviting you in and we thank you and praise you for coming and living on the inside of us and telling us truth and telling us things to come, reminding us of the things that you said. And we're just receiving your Holy Spirit now and that evidence of speaking in that other language. I pray each person listening today would just believe and know that when they started speaking that um, they would get that language. So cool. You're so good. Thank you so much. We love you and praise you give you all the glory in your name. You know, when I received my gift, I was alone and I read a magazine article and it was talking about how you had to give him your tongue. And so I just kept going, praise God, praise God. And my tongue started getting tangled up, getting tangled up. And um, I just let that take over. I learned that in the article I was reading. And then all of a sudden I was speaking in another language. It's so cool, and it does. It builds you up, gives you happiness. You get joy, peace, contentment, and you can hear God. You can hear him. He's so cool. He just wants you to know that he's there all the time. And so you can do that on your own anytime. Just get on your knees, put on some worship music, and start just singing and worshiping him, and just let him fill you with his spirit. He's so good. He's so in love with you. Remember John 1, 1, he is his word, and that's how you get to know him. And remember, I'm going to put those scriptures at the end of this video so you can look them up, and then you can also just Google them. You can just go on Google and type in Holy Spirit scriptures, and um, you'll find them. God's so good. He's so in love with you. Thank you so much for listening today, and God bless you.